You're listening to The Esoterics Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Esoterics Podcast. I'm Fiora Elise, and I'm here with Joe. Hey, hey, beautiful souls. Um, So I often get asked to talk about um, the fun subject of channeling and mediumship. So today we're going to dip our toes into that topic. Oh, very cool. All right. But first, let's catch up. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So what's going on with you, Mama? How are things? Uh, good. Um, the new moon ceremony I have, uh, planned here locally is all booked up. Um, wait, you booked out? Because I, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm closing it off at this, uh, the 15 spots because, um, I need to be able to, to do what I have to do with enough time and, and all the things. So, yeah. Okay. That's incredibly exciting. That is so cool. You booked out your first event. That's like really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. It'll be it'll be a good time, and I'm um, just really eager to build out the community here. Yeah. So it'll be fun. Yeah, well, that's always important to have um, you know the community around us right there, you know, in our area. Um, yes, very very wonderful, very wonderful. Kids are home from school because we're on holiday, and then we just had Super Bowl yesterday, which. Yeah. I mean, do you care? Because honestly, I don't give a shit. I really don't care. I really don't care. I didn't watch it at all. I didn't watch any of it. I didn't even watch the halftime show because all people fucking do is complain about the halftime show. And listen, (laughs) I love Chris Stapleton. He is a badass. I love his music and everything. Mm -hmm. But everybody had all the bad shit called Rihanna a demon and all that stuff. But everybody fucking loved Chris Stapleton. What's the difference between the two of them? It's racism. Mm. I mean, it's usually. <laughs> I mean, and I'm like, I'm not participating in any of that. I'm not participating in any discourse. And you know, as riled up yeah. as I just got about it, that's about as riled up as I've gotten about it because I'm like, fuck these. I fuck I just thought it was cool that she did use the halftime show as her pregnancy announcement. Right? She's like, baby, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, because it's like, you know what? You guys keep your stupid pink and blue firecrackers over there. Watch this. Hold my beer. beer. (laughs) She's like... (laughs) So I loved that for her. (laughs) Yes, that I loved. That was a highlight for me. Don't care about sports like that. No, I love love Rihanna. I love her. I love her music. I love who she is. I don't give a shit, you know, about any of that stuff. Um, yeah, I was just like, oh my god, really? People are demonizing her because everything of everything. I mean, uh, I mean, if you follow conspiracy theories, every fucking Super Bowl halftime show is an Illuminati <laughs> <laughs> worship, uh, whatever act. I don't know. You know what the best part about conspiracy theories are? Is that the people that believe them and then spout them, they're just. When you believe in a conspiracy theory, it just paints you as this perpetual victim. Like, they're just the right. biggest fucking crybaby victims. 
every, yeah. stupid as There's shit. There's a secret group controlling the world. That's why I can't. That's why I can never make enough money or whatever. Oh my it's like, no, it's because you're bad at paying debt. It's so stupid. I um I just unfollowed some um, holistic nutrition um, account mm-hmm. the other day because they dipped yeah. their toe into that shit. And I'm like, I am not going to follow you. If you're talking, tell me about nutrition. Tell me about, you know, yeah. microbes or whatever. But I don't care yes. about how you talk about – I don't care about Pizzagate because it's – you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I unfollow, I unfortunately have to unfollow people periodically because, yeah, it comes up. It comes up with just stupid, just asinine things like, oh, uh, the w- most recent one that I saw was about – celebrity worship and how celebrity worship is uh this thing that's infected our culture and it's affected our society and being so preoccupied it's the reason why you get locked into consumerism and because you think you have to own these things and look like these people and do all these things and it's like okay on the ones I understand what you're kind of talking about but like the whole thing of painting it like it's a disease like Come and on. it's no fucking different than the 1940s when somebody put up a goddamn pinup poster of a 40s starlet. There's no difference in how people look at celebrities. It's just now with the, you know, with social media and instant messaging and phones and videos yeah. and all that stuff. It's just now yeah. I'm fully believe that people that just have, you know, anger, they're just mad about everything and everything is a conspiracy Mm -hmm. and and the government sucks and the FBI are fake and all these people, they legitimately at the core are the most miserable people and they have nothing going on in their life and they're just making stuff up. Again, it's it's that victim mentality. They're victims of everything. I mean, (laughs) I just don't get Mm -hmm. that. I just don't get that. It's like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's there. And I said the thing my my commentary on it was before celebrity worship, there was royalty worship. Thank you. And before royalty worship, there was God worship, mm-hmm. right? There was pagans mm-hmm. and and you know, and there were people sacrificing others for the sake of, you know, pleasing their their quote unquote gods. Right. So I mean some kind of worship of another being has always existed in some form or, or another. Maybe it's just part of our human nature. Yeah, and it's evolution. You know, I mean, celebrities now um, are political. Back in the 40s, nobody ever talked about their politics. You know, oh, no. the 50s or the 60s. And now celebrities are political mm-hmm. and they're using their platform. And it's just, it's just, there's there's yeah. more that's exposed and people are just all, you know, um, yeah. you know, they like to tell celebrities, you know, stick to, stick to movies, you know, stick to. Oh yeah, stick to movies. You know, yeah. it's like, but they're at the core, oh, they're like, no, an they American an citizen and they have the right to their political yeah. beliefs and they have they have a platform and you don't so you know sure yeah people are yeah and they're using it and if they're using it for good if they're not fear-mongering with it which you know there are some celebrities that do that shit too um yeah you're not causing harm to someone then then why not i mean it's they have an audience they have a platform yeah if they're trying to use it for good why not let them do what they gotta do, do you know who it was it was somebody that was friends with jp sears and jp sears that crazy redheaded oh, spirit yes yeah, weirdo spears. yeah um, sears so spirit yeah um yeah he, that was somebody who it was that i unfollowed on it was instagram and i was so mad i was like oh, i don't want to mm-hmm. unfollow them i love them but not if they're friends with like jp weirdo mm-hmm. and if i'm <coughs> 
not mistaken. Um, he it was local here in Portland. So anyway, oh, oh, <laughs> is he? Um, I'm sick right now because um, so I've got cough drops and they're creating all that <laughs> sick saliva and. <laughs> It's really sexy, but it's bronchitis or whatever, and it's it comes Don't with a super worry. painful raw cough too. Great, I can hear myself in her headphones. I sound like I'm Barry White, my darling. I <laughs> just can't get enough of your love, babe. <laughs> I could probably go deeper if I tried to. So this sexy, sultry oh, voice is not intentional, people, but I am going to take advantage of it probably. Maybe I'll record a record some podcast, <laughs> record a meditation, <laughs> right? Or a um, yeah, some for a... some ASMR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the other um, thing that I've been seeing pop up on my social media thing, I'm on um, cancel George Lopez TikTok. Oh my god! <laughs> which okay, why? Which I'm on board with because I will tell you. He's not a good person. Oh, I've heard that about George Lopez. He's stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's the one who uh, took a kidney from his ex-wife. Like she donated her one of her kidneys because he wasn't he literally wasn't going to live without one. And she saved his life with a kidney. And then he was cheating on her before, allegedly, but he was cheated on her after got caught. And then they had they got a divorce. So it's like, well, you know. That's awful. Mm. So that, that, I mean, that's just one of many other things, things. but the whole thing he's, he's uh, being called out for is because there's this other comedian, this young guy, his last name is Barbosa. Um, And he basically is saying like, Oh, who is that guy? Why are you talking about him? He has got to make his own path. Like I, I, like I'm not helping him. Basically, it's like I, I'm not. I'm not going to give him a hand. Like, why are you talking about him? Nobody knows who he is. Nobody cares. And just being a hater. Yeah. And then it comes out that the more stuff are, are along those lines. Um, one that when he booked a casino out here in Palm Desert, he told them, "If if I'm being booked, you cannot book any other Latino artists. No other Latino comedians can be on on." on payroll or whatever it is it, it's like why the same event yeah, yeah during the at the same time it's like why are you such a hater for your own people like why why are you like crabs in a bucket like you're just trying to keep everyone down like you it's unreal <laughs> what <laughs> crabs in a bucket because they crawl on top and push other people other crabs down they yeah because because a, a fisherman uh mm-hmm. yeah because a fisherman can leave a bucket of crabs unattended mm-hmm. because when one tries to escape the other ones pull mm-hmm. them down stupid crabs, yeah stupid george Lopez. so what's the name of the it's remove george lopez from tiktok that's what it <laughs> it's, is no it's just like it's just cancel george, george lopez. lopez yeah yeah oh. <laughs> yeah yeah but you know what you reap what you sow right. is what i'm saying so right. uh, even kind of circling back on the ha- on the on the super bowl halftime show there was this thing that happened when was it three years ago when um j-lo it was j-lo and shakira uh, I believe that so. That performed the, the halftime show. So, yeah. yeah. So during that time when they were interviewing J-Lo, she would say some like underhanded, like backhanded compliments to Shakira. Uh, like basically, yeah, like she was not happy about having to share the stage. I've heard that J-Lo is not a great person. 
I mean, and honestly, I mm. think Ben Affleck is a drunk. He looks, and I'm, I'm, he looks like he has that alcoholic face. So, and I don't know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm just yeah. celebrity gossiping. So, but. so it's funny because um, there are all these posts talking about like, yeah, that was the best. That was the best halftime show was Shakira and JLo. And then there was people in the comments who was like, it should have been just Shakira. Uh-oh. And like, and then there was one comment in there who was like, why is everyone hating on JLo? And this is where I stepped in. I was like, no one's hating on JLo. They're just returning JLo's energy right back right. to her because that's the same energy she had when she was prepping for this show. Right. And so it's like you, yeah, you reap what you yeah. sow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, um, I'm, I mean, I, I like JLo, but I mean, I like her as an actress. Um, mm-hmm. but as a celebrity, <laughs> I just think she's not interesting to me and I'm not a fan of I her. I don't know, I've man. Heard so many times that, um, yeah, that she's kind of a jerk. Yeah. yeah, she's the type that um, you can't talk to her if you are like she's coming into a venue and like you work there. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to talk to her. You can't look at her. You have to speak only to her assistant. Like she's that that type. I don't understand that. I know that there are celebrities out there that are accused of that all the time. And I guess I don't understand. Like, what is it that is so awful? I mean, is it because every single person that meets you or wants to talk to you want something of you or they're fawning over you or something like is that legit like are these legitimate energetic boundaries or are these like just i'm just a douchebag so and i can be so now i'm gonna just be Mm -hmm. openly i think it's two i think it's number two because i think if somebody works there like somebody works at the venue like you're already prepped at work where it's like okay this person is you know it's the artist and so we respect them to you know to an extent but like what's wrong with like saying like hi and keep you know going on about your day Uh not interrupting them not asking them for an autograph because you you know you're you're there to do a a job you're at work and and she's also there to work so like yeah there are certain certain things that are common sense Mm -hmm. but so so there's nothing wrong with saying like okay yeah if you work here if you work at this stadium like you're not allowed to approach her for an autograph but that's it. Like you can leave it at that. You don't have to be like, oh, don't look at her. Mm-hmm. Don't ever, don't say, don't talk to her. Don't speak to her. Like that's uh, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And if you read about all of the love that Keanu Reeves gets from, you know, simple know. things like, you know, he'll strike up a conversation with somebody and then take pictures with them and talk yes. to them and ask them about their life. Like you hear about the yeah. the difference in 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 celebrities, and you're like, no. What does it hurt to say? Because I would assume that anybody with any inclinations of fame, their first priority or their first thought when chasing that fame would be, I want as many people to know who I am as possible, to be my fans, that sort of thing. But in order to, you have to nurture that fan relationship, I would assume. Uh, Listen, I do not seek celebrity. I would not want to be a celebrity um yeah it's just it a lot of shit I'm you know sure. all it's just awful and people are awful to you and um mm-hmm. you know just mm-hmm. even even just internet trolls you know what i mean oh my god there was yeah. this girl and she had some a skin she had something wrong with her skin but you know um and you mm-hmm. know she had an unusual mm-hmm. looking face we'll just say it was one of those faces yeah. where you're like oh well god bless you lady but she did a tutorial and oh. she put some makeup on it she came away she was mm-hmm. a fucking bombshell and i was like oh my yeah. god um yeah and people were so goddamn mean to her in the comments Ugh. about what she looked like before the makeup again it she was yeah. strikingly of course unusual looking we'll just say but god damn yeah. after that makeup she was stunning and so 
I just don't understand why people are mean. They're, people are people are mean. Listen, people are so mean. They're so mean. Like they're awful. Okay, so so you know, you know, I have a soft spot for Chris Evans. Yeah, he's got pretty so, eyes. So yeah, he's he's just a really nice human being all the way around. He's like he's a, he's a good actor, and like personally, like I I just love the Captain America character. Yeah. But anyway, he, nice so he dated <laughs> America's ass. <Yeah. laughs> uh, so he dated Jenny Slate, uh, the comedian, yeah. and she's. I mean, I think she's a cute girl, but her his fans tore her apart. Like they internet trolled her so hard where she they ended up breaking up Aww. because of the way that she was it was so hard like i i'm like that is that is that is a worse than people sometimes i feel like the the ability to just type out whatever the hell you want with no regard with no consequence to what you're saying it's just it just allows people to be the worst of themselves you know what and honestly it's all just jealousy because people have this idea of what a man and woman should look like when they're together right the man can't be mm -hmm. woman can't be pretty less pretty than the man and vice versa right but it's 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 a right, it's a right. different um um it's different for women women have to be considered attractive there's a couple i follow on um, instagram and she's a plus size woman and he is he's mm -hmm. a fucking hottie man and she and he mm -hmm. loves her and they are yes. happy listen in a related topic i have been putting myself out there right and i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you some stories and you're gonna be proud of me because you're furious i was like what are you doing to put yourself out there i'm like well and she's like well you're not going to get any fucking man sitting in your house. And I'm like, all right, fine. All right. I hope <laughs> my fucking man is hotter than shit. And I'm going to be like, too bad for you. Too bad for you, you hating bitch. Hating assholes. All right. Anyway, so listen. So I joined a few meetup sites. Okay. You know, meetup mm -hmm. um, um, for single yes. adults over 40. Just for the connection, you know, the aspect of fun. I'm not trying to. Um, you know, go in there and be like, I'm looking for a guy because I'm not. You know my story about my future and I, I'm not yes. looking for anybody. Okay, so. Yes. But here's the problem. The last one that I went to, I went to a year or so ago. It was absolutely awful. And it was filled with men who had the kind of goffle freaking social skills that cannot be chalked up to nervousness or shyness. Okay. They were talking over us. They were interrupting. They were doing that mansplaining shit. Um, they were generally like trying to outdo the other with their, you know, stupid uh, prehistoric mating rituals. Right. So honestly, I literally slammed the rest of my drink and bounced. I was like, fuck off. You observably douchey dudes. I was like, I'm out of there. And I was with my friend, um, I was with a friend and I was like, let's go, man. This is, I'm not doing this anymore. So there was a first time where I'm like, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to see, you know, mm -hmm. what this is. And the other thing, it was a group for people that are new to Portland, but it was run by this yeah. dude that had been here like 15 years. And I'm like, how? You're not new? Like, what? <laughs> well, is he, there, is he your concierge? <laughs> like, you guys no. got to go here and try this. <laughs> no, he was all, he was, oh, he was awful. He was the over talker. All right. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe he's like trying to like prey on new right. women they, coming into yes. Portland, and he can because because he already like went through the local. Ugh. Right. That's what I was like. I was like, why you're, you're a creepy, icky, icky, uh, icker? Sorry. Weird. So this time, 
around. I decided to do something that I've been wanting to do, right? Mm -hmm. Really being in the energy of putting myself out there. I decided I wanted to do something that, um, that I've been wanting to do, but haven't ever gone because I didn't have anybody to go with. I went to the Portland night market, which is this super cool market. Um, it's like 50 or so makers of super cool stuff, really cool stuff, mm-hmm. candles and jewelry and f- little food stuffs and art and clothing, just really cool. Um, and then they had yeah. live music and they had some super dope food trucks. I mean, oh, cool. all right. So I went there and I did. I put myself out there. I mean, yeah. Listen, I'm an adventurous chick, and I love the energy of a crowd. But this was worth worse. This was uh, this was worse than like smelling Bigfoot's dick. It was awful. There were so <laughs> many people. It was crowded, and people were cranky, and. You couldn't get through and you were just stuck standing there. And it was just, I was like, oh my God, this is not. So anyway, so I was Mm -hmm. discouraged because I'm like, here I am trying to do this, you know. Um, And then I was disappointed. I just wanted to get out of there. I was like, this is not working. So honestly, putting yourself out there in anybody else that's single can, um, no matter what age, can relate to this it's goddamn hard and i hate it because i know everyone says you can't find your person when you're in your comfort zone but i also can't find them in a crowded fucking shit show of 30 somethings in order to bingo night with boomers like what do i do where do i go (laughs) i'm struggling with it all but i'm really just trying to keep my intention grounded in the positive you know that he's out there he already is meant for me the universe will move fucking mountains to get us in the right moment you know together i mean you know to have faith and all that shit so yeah. Um. um what about like outdoor groups i know when i first moved to like when we briefly lived in like the covina san dimas area mm-hmm. i had joined a a hiking mm-hmm. group and then i joined a walking yeah. group because i was like hiking i at the time i was like hiking sounds hard <laughs> so let's just join a walking group first right and it was mm-hmm. it was sweet i did go a couple of times but it was all like ladies mm-hmm. like older ladies retired ladies <laughs> Which is and, fine, it's and i was like the young feet. i was like the i was like the youngest one there but i think those are probably not a bad idea because then you could like if they have like a single son or something, they could be like, "Hey, sure. hey. <laughs> you know, it might be a way to meet people." I don't know, I don't know. Um, I don't. I think there's um, there's something about just like meeting someone in like I don't know a coffee shop. Do people do that? I avoid people. Like I put headphones <laughs> on because I'm not trying. I'm not trying to go out there and like meet anyone mm-hmm. or, or even like make friends. Like I'm just I'm cool. Um. I, I would like to be more open in that way, though, like just to be more friendly. I'm trying. Um. I, I mean, there's, you know, there's something to be said for it. So, all right, so this is my plan. My plan is um, okay. I reach out to my neighbor, Jen, who's a Gemini. And Jen can uh-huh. fucking strike up a conversation with a tree stump. I swear to God. And she's engaging <laughs> yeah. because she's a goddamn Gemini. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, so this is good because I'm not looking for um, you know, um, to just pick, pick somebody up. 
But mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. like to, you know, broaden my connection here. Um, and yeah. she's looking for her person. So we're going to talk about what that looks like, how we can like help each other or be each other's, you okay. know, like going together places that we wouldn't ordinarily go so that we have somebody okay. there, but that we're also there to like step outside of our comfort zone. So yeah. Yeah. Talk to new people. Yeah. yeah. Just something like that, which um, I think that that's important. So I think if you go into the world with the thought of everyone knows something you don't know and I can learn something from someone and you go in there with that curiosity, I feel like that opens you up in ways where it's like um, you're not you're not there to get anything from a person necessarily. You're just there to like learn. And and that's it. And I think people are very receptive to that. that because people like talking about themselves they do um and sometimes you'll find yourself in a conversation with someone who like wants to do nothing but talk to themselves and they don't ask you (laughs) shit about yourself (laughs) but but Mm -hmm. that's where maybe you use your your discernment and you kind of use your gut a little bit as you're traversing the place that you're in and you're like oh well that person kind of seems nice and then you know, you make your way over there. Exactly. And, and that would be my intention is to get to know somebody, um, find out who mm-hmm. they are. You know what I mean? I'm a psychic. I like mm-hmm. to dig. I like to read yes. people. I like to read their energy. I like to ask questions that where they talk about mm-hmm. themselves. Um, but there's also, here's, here's an issue with, this is an issue. One of the problems with being psychic is that you're also, I also, as an empath and a psychic pick up resistance. And what is that resistance in? Yes. I'm not attracted to you. I don't want to date you. And so therefore they're completely missing out on the opportunity to just connect with somebody at a friend level. Right. As a psychic, when I pick up on that, I'm like, number one, I'm like, well, I don't fucking necessarily want to date you either, dude. Or, you know, so, you know, what is the, and then we pull our, we pull back. We're like, all right, well, that's a lost cause, which that's fine. I'm not going to give my energy to somebody that isn't, but it's just harder when you're an empath because you can feel that. And it's like, Damn it. Why can't I just go into this group of people with no expectations and I just want to meet cool people? Um, But that's just not a thing with some of these meetup groups. So I'm being very particular about the meetup groups that I join. And also, I don't want to be stuck in another mansplaining situation where I have to slam (laughs) my drink and peace out. (laughs) Leave. Yeah. Do you have any announcements? Yes, I do. We have... Two more spots open for our journey within, and this is taking place in Nuego, Michigan, on June 23rd through 25th. That is a weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And this retreat will be plant medicine assisted. For full details and to fill out an interest form, you can find the link in the show notes or go to esotericspodcast.com slash events. Excellent. Two spots left. All right. So who are the two that are out there that are going to snap this up? Um, It's going to be a good time. We're going to have some, oh my gosh, guided meditations. We're going to have limpias and introspection and um, just connections and creative. Yes. All sorts of creative time. And yummy foods. And yummy yummy foods. Yes. Right. Um, Very yummy. Vegan, vegetarian, yummy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to announce that my custom intuitive designs are closing for the time being. 
Um, it's, it's still open through, I think, like the 20th of February. So there's still some time, not much time to get your interest in. Um, I'm not sure when I'll feel called to start doing them again. I love doing them. They're okay. beautiful. They're amazing. But right now I'm being pulled to um, launch lines of jewelry and also okay. do like an everyday line. So that's going to take up my time. Plus the intuitive designs are something very, very special, very, very specific. Um, yes. They're, yeah, they're very, 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 um, well, special, but I don't really know how to expand on that other than, you know, they're unique <laughs> and um, they're very tailored. They're tailored. They take a lot of time. Um, and I want to put my energy someplace else for now. So I'll bring them back. Mm -hmm. Hopefully I'll bring them back um, at a time when I have more leisure time, I think. Sure. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but I'll creating, um, everyday jewelry with a larger inventory. So there's still going to be lots of jewelry to purchase. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Are you ready to get into today's topic yeah i'm ready i'm ready cool all right so um today we're going to talk about mediumship and channeling everybody is always really excited about this topic um so let me just really quickly adjust my screen here um all right so let's start with mediumship okay so people are drawn to mediums for their ability to connect to the spiritual realm because they're typically looking to get a message from like deceased relatives or loved ones or spirit guides, angels, various assorted light beings, right? And okay. mediums are also referred to as channels. I say this, if you're a medium, you're a channel. If you're a channel, you're a medium, same thing. But there actually is a slight difference. And I just want to talk about what those differences are. So the majority of mediums um, are mental mediums and mental mediums receive information or communication through one or more of their clear senses, right? Um, clairvoyance though tends to be the strongest with many. So okay. um, do you ever, do you ever watch Tyler Henry? Yes. I love him. He's mm -hmm. my favorite. Yeah. Um, he is a clairvoyant medium, but he also has um, a medical intuitive um, ability. James Van Prague, who's uh, one of my others, um, he can actually see spirits walking around with like his naked eye, which I think is really cool. And it's also very rare. Not yeah. a lot of people can do that. Yeah. Um, and then others like myself um, see spirit in our mind's eye, but also see the presence of spirit in our periphery. So um, like I can see sparkies, mm. I can see things in my periphery. And then when you look, they're gone. It's very weird. And I mostly see them in nature, which I... Um, believe it are I'm seeing the elementals, fairies, fae, whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, I see them all the time when I'm out. <clears throat> right, but the problem with mediumship is that fear and ignorance run really deep. So um, some associate connecting to spirit as like messing with demons, you know, demons like right. um, which is <laughs> nonsense, right? I mean, and honestly, that's just based in the fact that, you know, throughout history, um, anybody who tapped into their intuitive and psychic abilities, they were considered witches by, you know, Christian religions or I guess just yeah. any religion, right? Yeah. Even though there's there's a lot of hypocrisy in that in itself because it's like, but we're 
we are okay and we accept the idea that priests or fathers, these leaders of churches, that they talk to God. But if you talk to God, you're probably talking to a demon. It's like, what makes him so special? Right. That's the, that's the first thing when I was younger. I was like, wait, what? Only Catholic priests can talk to God? That's bullshit because God is like, you know, that was the first thing that made me go, well, this doesn't sound right. Yeah. You know, and then the sad part is that many of those healers were killed in the name of God because of ignorance and fear, the very thing that God is not down with, right? That's that vengeful, yeah. evil God that organized religion uses as a weapon that is not a thing. Um, and you know me, you know how I feel about the Bible. If you've been listening to this podcast, um, you know, the Bible has it all fucking wrong because it wasn't, it wasn't written by God. It was written by men and, you know, and, and they excluded a bunch of shit in it out of it too. Mm -hmm. Like that's the other thing is it's not even a complete, it's not even a complete thought really. Mm -hmm. If you want to know, you want to be specific. So anyway, ignorance and a need to control the intuitive arts. It runs deep within most fear-based religions. All right. So look at mediumship. If you have any fear of it or any, you know, questions about it, look at it from the beautiful outcome, okay? Mediums are a yeah. bridge between the spirit world and our world, and they connect us, or, or not even they, but just connecting somebody to a deceased loved one, an angel or a spirit guide, um, assisting you on your path, that is connecting you with love. You're being connected with the purest form of love, and that love has no judgment or labels. It has no rules. You have to be this or do this in order to receive this love. It is just pure, open love. I, I don't understand how that yeah. can be de demonic. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's just because it's people want to put their own spin on it. Right, right. Um. All right. So the other thing is, is that many of you know that my vibe does not jive with negative spiritual energies. It, that's just, it's just my particular spiritual path. I don't have to worry about those things. Um, so I'm not negating anybody who believes, you know, um, or, you know, I'm not saying that there are no negative entities that exist on other planes. Um, yeah. But, you know, I just think that when you look at what is evil, um, mm -hmm. to me, that's smugly and intentionally wishing the condemnation of a human soul to some form of like eternal suffering simply because your book says so. Like that's what evil yeah. is to me. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so what I'm saying is that just as there are negative energy around us in our lives, you know, energy yes. vampires, you know, or just jerks, right? Um, there are similar negative energies that exist in the spiritual realm. So all that mm -hmm. said, mediums who are the real deal or mediums with real, real abilities, uh -huh. they set powerful intentions to only connect with the highest vibrational beings of love and divine healing. Okay. And, you know, once you get to a point where you're like, oh shit, I'm connecting with spirits, you bet your ass you're going to connect those, you're going to set those powerful intentions because you're not trying to connect with, you know, negative entities or earthbound spirits. Um, yeah. You know, unless they're, there's a reason behind them, right? Or they're, they're looking for help or something like that. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So it matters how you use your intuitive abilities. Um, because what happens is that spirit as a medium spirit blends with our soul. Okay. Not our spirit, uh-huh. body, not our physical body, but our soul, our energy, our aura. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is how we communicate and interact with them. Um, so when you develop your abilities using a daily practice, um, you know, that ability to connect grows stronger every day. So if your connection mm-hmm. I'm sorry, your intention is to connect with only those of the highest love. This is exactly the spirit, the experience that you'll have. Okay. So okay. best practices intention are always important and an integral part of the process. So that's just really important for me to stress when talking about mediumship yeah. and channeling that. It's like the infinity symbol. What you put into it, you'll get out of it. And if you put fear mm, into it, you're going to okay. get fear out of it. That makes sense because that's what I, I always question about people who are out here claiming to be mediums and then they're over here channeling these weird ass messages talking about how Trump is a light worker <laughs> and these people are reptiles and they want to eat our children <laughs> and all this stuff. And they're like, and I channeled this message from whatever my spirit guides or whatever the hell they say. Um, or, or some of them are like, I channeled this message from Jesus himself. And it's like, yeah, sure. Jesus wouldn't fear monger. Relax. <laughs> that's the best part right okay now here's here's my opinion on trump okay so you already know that i think he's garbage but i do believe that he like this is his sole purpose this is his sole path because i've always wondered Mm -hmm. how can these people have ambivalence how can these maga republicans uh, and they're not even republicans i don't even call them republicans because you know republicans are they have a legitimate you know conservative political whatever right but maga these maga whatever they are um how can they be so cold-hearted like desantis who sent those immigrants uh, Mm -hmm. to connecticut Mm -hmm. you know these poor people just wanted a new lease on life and he's like i'm gonna use them and send them yeah and abbott Abbott, you know Mm -hmm. just these garbage human beings what is it about them so honestly i took it into meditation one day and spirit came back and they were like we have our mindset. We have um, the archetype that we are living in order to experience mm-hmm. a certain, um, well, to have an experience, but also to help evolve. They do too. So literally people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and all those crazy, you know, they're programmed mm-hmm. that way. There is no fixing them. That is who they are because that is their sole purpose and that is their life path. And it's the same with Trump. There is no fixing him. Like he is the way he is yeah. because he has a very specific role to play. Um, we just mm-hmm. don't really care for the role, right? Right. So, right. That, that was that was a super interesting one, and I was like, "Well, that explains everything," but it certainly doesn't. But it doesn't make it any doesn't better. Make it any better. No. <laughs> no. All right. Mediumship and channeling. Back to mediumship and channeling. When receiving messages yes. through your clear abilities, first off, know what what you're using. Most people do, but I just want to touch on them super quick. Clear mm-hmm. audience is when you hear spirit with your inner hearing. Um, and in rare cases, you might hear with your external hearing. Okay. Clear cognizance is when you intuitively and instinctually know the truth of something. You don't know how you know, you just know. Um, clear sentience is when you sense the truth of the situation. You feel it as a sensation mm-hmm. or an emotion. Um, empaths are clear sentience. And I say this a lot. I'm sensing this. I'm sensing that. Um, and you really, um, it's often accompanied by images of clairvoyance. I, I don't know why the two work together. They do for me. I don't know. Um, but some people they do. And then clairvoyance yeah. is when you see images or symbols in your mind's eye 
are using your inner seeing. Um, and you can also see with your naked eye too. There is some external staring. Like I said, you see sparkies. Like I see those sparkies are in my periphery. Mm-hmm. Um, but clairvoyance is probably the most predominant one. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh, I, I can't use my, I don't see my clairvoyance or my clairvoyance isn't, isn't um, developed. But it's actually uh-huh. one of the most common. It's just that you don't understand that what you're seeing is actually clairvoyance. So I want to break um. it down. Okay. So um, you're going to see um, scenes and pictures in your head that sort of validate maybe a thought or whatever. When a, when, mm-hmm. when you have a thought and it pops into your head and then you see something in your head, that's clairvoyance. When you see a symbol, when you see recurring numbers, when you see auras, when you see, um, you know, all of that stuff, that's all clairvoyance. Oh, okay. So um, the other thing is, is that you have a a strong ability to visualize. If you can visualize, a lot of people say, I can't really visualize. Well, all visualization is, is just remembering. That's all it is. So Mm -hmm. if you can Mm -hmm. like close your eyes and remember that time when you were like, you know, 13 and you were at, you know, the beach or the park or whatever, you know, that's visualization. So it's, it's, it's really good to learn to master that because visualization is the key to manifestation. Yes. Yes. All right. So psychics and mediums. All right. So whether you refer to yourself as a psychic medium, a spiritual medium or an intuitive medium or any other label, they're all about essentially the same thing, right? They all communicate with spirit, but there are slight Mm -hmm. differences. So let's talk about those because a psychic is not necessarily a medium, but a medium is a psychic. And so it's important to understand those differences. And I know I've talked about this before, but it's always good to go over it again. Yeah. And here's the easiest way. Psychics perceive and mediums receive. Psychics perceive sense, clairsentience, that sort of thing. Okay, okay. Mediums receive clairaudience, um, clairvoyance, I guess. All right, so let's start with the psychics. Psychics can read the energies of a person or place. So they're perceiving. They're getting the information. They're receiving information from spiritual realm, but they're not actually communicating with the spirits in the way that mediums do. Uh, Okay. Okay. A psychic has the ability to see what's going on, you know, help people make sense of their energy, reading their energy field. That's why psychics um, are able to access more details because they're actually reading um, actual energy. Um, okay. They also have really good insight into things. Um, yeah. It's again, psychic. Psychics are badass. Yeah. But the key is, is or sometimes they tell is that they, they typically remain unemotional and somewhat disconnected to any feelings that are connected to the subject that they're receiving information about a little bit more ambivalent um, because they're not actually experiencing or connecting with the emotions Okay. Now, mediums, on the other hand, the most common form of mediumship is mental mediumship out there. I think I said that earlier. And when you use any of your four clairs, that's the most common form, right? Mediums are typically uh-huh. strongest in one of those abilities, but then they have the skills in all of the other ones. They just sort of layer each other. So what the Got medium it. does is it can communicate with spirit, but it can't influence the spirit. So it's just receiving, they're just receiving well, they're simply messengers who tune into the energy surrounding that person and then they get yeah. um, information that they are, you know, can be like invalidated by the person that they're reading for. But here's the thing. Uh-huh. How do they do that? The spirit 
uses telepathy. It like it impresses the mind with thoughts and feelings that come through their clear abilities. So see where it's different for the psychic uh, than a medium. Yeah, it's like one's like a transmitter, yeah. like they're like a like a radio. They're transmitting this information, and then the other one's like actually be able to like read the read a book, read a read the language, understand yeah. what they're seeing, and speak to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it, so, so that's the difference. But there are different types of mental mediums now, of course, just to dive mm-hmm. a tiny little bit deeper into it. So we have an evidential mediums. Mm-hmm. Um, and evidential mediums, they can provide like validating evidence. So if I'm reading somebody and a loved one comes through and I'll ask the loved one, how did you die? Um, so that, yeah. that the person that I'm reading knows and typically they'll show me. Um, you know, okay. some sort of scene or something. So they'll use clairvoyance and they'll say, did okay. your person die from this? And they'll say yes. And I'll be like, well, that's them. You can also ask them questions, you know, um, or you can describe like their personality. You can ask them their name or the initial, you can ask them how they pass. That's what I do. You can ask them about mm-hmm. hobbies and stuff, family, which that's not as for me, that's not where I get my quick. It's mostly the personality will come through first um, and then I'll ask them how they passed and then I'll get, um, I'll ask for a name or initial. Okay. All right. Now spiritual mediums, they connect to spirit guides, guardians, and angels. So that's, I am more of a spiritual medium, but I am working on developing my evidential, um, you know, it's just a lot more work if you ask me, but spiritual mediums, um, they just want to deliver messages of love and all that good stuff. So. Um, they're also there to make sure that you're staying in alignment with the goals of your soul. Um, they have the ability, um, well, spiritual mediums can, um, connect with those loved ones, just like the evidential is, is it, you just, you, you tend to not get as specific information when, unless you ask. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, it's semantics. Um, it just depends on how you use your abilities. Okay. Uh, then there's mental telepathy. Um, and that's the process of transferring your thoughts from your mind to someone else's. So that's how spirit actually works. Spirit will give you um, their thoughts and they'll say here this. And that's how like those emotions and personality comes through. Uh, uh, telepathy is a skill and it takes time to perfect. But um, the more you, you play with it, the stronger it gets. Uh, but I think I've said several times that mine is just weird and it just pops in at the craziest times. And I haven't done anything <laughs> to really perfect it, but it is really cool. Yeah. My parents had a lot of telepathy between the two of them. Yes. It happened. That was interesting. Yeah. I can, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Do you have any, I can see that developing with like a loved one. Yes. Do you have any with, with anybody you have telepathy with, with your husband? Uh, no, because we have smartphones now. Cause that's the thing is like my parents had telepathy because they didn't, you know, we didn't have smartphones. Mm-hmm. So I remember they would come home from work, uh, you know, around the same time where one of them would get home after another and be like, Oh, you read my mm-hmm. mind. I was going to tell you, I was going to ask you to stop by the grocery store and get, you know, X, Y, Z. Yes. And it would happen all the time. Yeah. That would happen all the time. You're right. It's harder with like technology and stuff. Um, yeah. Cause now, if I need him to stop and get, you know, pick me up an onion or whatever on the way home, like, just send him a right. text. Like, I'm <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> bring, bring an onion. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So when I experience it, it's mostly with I'll think about somebody and then they'll call me every single uh, time. They'll every or text okay. every single time. So okay. is it that I'm thinking about that person and I'm impressing that thought? in their mind or are they thinking mm-hmm. about me and then I'm thinking about I I don't know. Right, right, 
Right. Or are you just perceiving what's coming in the future, which is a phone call from this person? Uh, yeah. Right. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know what it is, and it's weird sometimes, but um, yeah, but it's kind of fun. So it's not scary. So, I mean, honestly, it's one mm-hmm. of the least scary ones. No, it's no, it's not. That's, that's not scary at all. So here's an exercise that you can do to practice telepathy. This is really actually really fun. So um, you can just get yourself a partner and prepare yourselves by meditating just to calm your body um, and then just sit across from each other, just facing each other and decide who's going to be the sender and who's going to be the receiver. And then the sender yes. gets to decide a, uh, just the details of the message. Um, start out easy, mm-hmm. like send your person like a picture of an apple in your head or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you're ready, um, you know, transmit your message and then, um, you know, just think of it or visualize it traveling and reaching, you know, your, your partner, yeah. um, you know, keep trying. And when, after you've sent it, um, have the receiver write down what they are, they re- perceive to mm-hmm. so compare notes and keep practicing. I think that that would be really fun actually and see how we have that, that game yeah. medium. Yep. That's basically how it works. Uh, yes. yeah. be f- Where did we, what yeah. you had that game? Did you buy that? Game? I have it. Have it. I yeah. have it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'll bring it to Richard. Okay, good. That will be actually really fun. Yay. Okay. See two more spots, people. You're going to want to sign up for that. <laughs> uh, okay. Then there's trance mediums. And, um, trance mediums, basically that's the the one that scares people the most. Um, you blend with spirit at the physical level. It's the oldest method of spirit communication. It's often associated with seances. Um, it actually is, puts the medium into an altered state of consciousness. Um, you know, and then the, um, you know, changes to the appearance of the medium can happen. Um, facial features, yeah. it's fucking weird. I saw it in person and I was like, what? Um, but it's, oh, really? yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, oh. it was crazy. Um, but it's not, it's not scary. It's actually, yeah. it, she looked like she had a light shining up from her lap on her face, but she mm. didn't. It, that's how weird it was. Oh, like Morticia in Adam's family? That's how they like had her the whole time in the movie. They had like a light shining on her face and she looked kind of like uh, etheric, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yep, yeah. That's that's what she looked like. Huh. So I don't know if it's spirit or light or whatever. Um, that's interesting. And then other shit changes like tone and depth and dialect and accents and their personality and all this other stuff. So yeah. it's just really super cool. Um, when I had a really bad mushroom trip, I started speaking with a Spanish accent. It was weird. <laughs> For real? Were you, yeah. Were you channeling somebody? Yes, I think so. It was like channeling this young man and he was he was Spanish. <laughs> I, I yeah. mean, when? Weird. When did that happen? In Joshua Tree. Oh, okay. Well, listen, we haven't yeah. we haven't talked about Joshua Tree. <laughs> she, she's she's very private about her um, ceremonies, her private ceremonies, which is why you should be. Um, okay, so here's the other thing about the trans medium. Um, a lot of people, um, you're working in part, you're working in partnership with the spirit, and so a lot of people think that it's about being possessed. But listen, I. Um, when I first knew I was a channel, I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not allowing the spirit to take over my body or anything like that. Like I fought it for a super long time, but then it's slowly, the more that you channel, you realize slowly it happens. So when full channel, like during readings, I typically channel during readings. 
And spirit lets me know that they want to talk with a simple interruption. Like I'll be talking to my client and then it's like spirit will sort of interrupt. It's not rude. It's just they just start talking. And I realize, okay, this okay. this is these aren't my words anymore. So I stop and I let the client know, listen, what I'm about to say is from spirit. Um, and then I just go back and I just let it rip. Um, I rarely remember what's said specifically, but I do remember the overall message. It doesn't feel weird. It's not scary. It's not like I'm complete, like I'm out of control or anything. It is them speaking through me and I can feel that energy sort of shift. Um, Mm. And, you know, it's just, it's not scary. It is actually the most beautiful. It's like you trust this spirit guide or whatever. Um, you know, they don't take, they don't take it without permission. Um, but it's just this amazing, beautiful energy of mutual trust. It's a loving relationship between, you know, spirit and the medium. Um, and then, you know, and I always have control over everything. So if it's something, it's not necessarily trance because I'm not in a trance, but it's similar to it. Like if I keep practicing, I'll be able to do trance mediumship. Um, but if, if it's something that scares you or you want to do it, um, you know, try it, play with it, find um, somebody that can walk you through it and, um, you know, practice and all that stuff. Trans mediums are channels, speaking of. um, And so now we'll go into channeling super quick. Um, There's Mm -hmm. basically there's three types of channels. There's intuitive channeling. um, Uh That's when you um, receive messages from spirit without full conscious awareness okay um basically spirit okay so intuitive channeling is basically um that's when you're talking to somebody and you say Mm -hmm. i had no idea where that came from oh okay Okay, so that's intuitive channeling um we always have guides and angels around us and their guidance can just flow through us with our own thoughts Mm -hmm. and consciousness. So that's why whenever anybody says, you know, I don't know where that came from, or I don't trust myself, or I don't know why it's so hard. I mean, I struggle with it too sometimes, but I don't, now that I look back, I'm like, I don't know why it was so hard to learn how to trust myself because that's true. That's what happens. Spirit channels through you all the time. You know, when you get in the groove, you're writing something, authors, or just you love to write, you'll get in that groove and it just flows through you. That's you intuitive channeling. Even if you're channeling your higher self, you're still channeling. Yes. Um, Somebody was saying that the Ouija board is that's all you're doing when you're connecting to the Ouija board that you're just connecting to your higher self. I mean, if if you're if unless you're connecting to earthbound spirits, because the Ouija board is just another form of divination. Yeah, I just think that it gives earthbound spirits a bigger opportunity to fuck with you because, you know, they can move the move the thing like with a pendulum. It's like Mm -hmm. left, right. Yes or no. Um, then there's conscious channeling, um, which is you're fully conscious and present, but you sort of step aside. That's when I'm, what I do when I'm reading is conscious channeling. Like they want to talk, hold on. And then I'll let them talk. Uh, and then of course, okay. then there's trans channeling. So like I said, now back to the everyday channeling, there's two types. And this is the most important part of this whole episode, I think, or the most interesting uh-huh. is everyday channeling. There's two types and it's either unassisted or assisted. So unassisted is when you're in that flow state, right? And you know what that is. You're in deep connection or concentration. Um, you know, it comes to you effortlessly. 
um, you know, they're, we're engaged in actions that drop us into the flow state. They're typically repetitive, um, folk that require, you know, our focus and attention. Um, uh-huh. it's, you know, meditation. Yeah. It's automatic writing or journaling. Um, it's also channeled speaking, but again, it's that thing that comes out of you and you're like, I have no idea where that came from. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is unassisted. Okay. But then there's assisted where we actively say, okay, I need, I need help. I need questions. I need answers. Um, that sort of thing. Tarot and Oracle, um, the Akashic records, Mm -hmm. breath work and Reiki, um, you you are a breathwork um, facilitator. Do you ever experience like an altered state of consciousness with messages when you do breathwork? Yeah, yeah, it's why I do breathwork. Oh, it is. Yeah, um, I will do breathwork. Um, I'll do like three different like modalities, and um, and then I'll just sit down and start writing in a journal. <sighs> Oh, yeah. very cool. Well, that's assisted channeling, mm-hmm. um, you know, so divination tools, that sort of thing. And then the other thing is, of course, my favorite. Um, and the one that I do the most is using plant medicines, um, cannabis, um, you know, so and here's the thing about plant meds, which you'll learn more about these at the retreat, but every plant, every herb, every flower has an energy. It has a spirit. Yes. Every time we ingest our plant allies, there's an energy exchange, right? So it's simple. It's, it's, it's like working with your spirit guides as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people want to frown upon, you know, and a lot of people in the holistic and spiritual community say, you know, and this is a Buddhist tenet. So I'm not like slamming anybody and saying this is stupid because yeah. this is a Buddhist tenet that you Buddhists believe that you should connect with clarity avoid of any drugs or alcohol. Um, and that's, you know, I, that's, that's their uh-huh. belief and, um, you know, but so plant medicines are a spiritual tool, just like every other divination tool we work with, but, um, you know, you have to approach them from a different perspective because you're ingesting them, whether it's cannabis, you know, um, psilocybin, you know, whatever, when you incorporate those into your practice, you have to make sure that you have very clear intentions of what you need from it. Same thing as with the tarot, you know, you have to have like a question. Hey, tarot, I'm looking Mm -hmm. for this same thing with plant meds. You can't just spark up and fucking... (laughs) you know you're like you know I, I suppose you could but use it intentionally it, but if you're but if you're using it yeah I mean if you do it without an intention you're probably not going to get anything out of it from what you would normally feel I think what what the point is is if you want this to help you with channeling or mediumship you have to set the intention before you ingest whatever the the medicine is. Yes. And you know, why do you want to use this? Uh, Do you want it to actually clear your headspace for deep meditation? Because that's why I use cannabis because it takes me deep. I mean, I get deep into stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you want it to gain insight and new perspectives? Do you want it to become, do you yourself, like Firoli's just said, want to become a clear channel for messages from spirit to come through? You have to have an intention when working with this plant ally energy and the plant is like happy to um, help you. So really Mm -hmm. whatever you use, and there are several more that I'm 
you know, not familiar with, so I'm not going to speak on them, but, um, well, actually you, you're very familiar with, so what are the other plant meds that are out there? I, I like to use, um, hape or rape, Mm -hmm. um, to help just kind of, it's a, cause it's super grounding. Like it is incredibly grounding. Um, so that's generally what I use, um, before sitting down and doing something like when I'm intentionally channeling, I'll do breath work, rape, and then actually sit down and start writing, um, whatever it is that I'm, I, whatever's coming through. I don't necessarily set an intention as to like what I want to come through. Cause that's, that's too detailed. Um, with mushrooms, that's, it's a different, that's a different story. I don't, I don't necessarily ever set the intention of, I've never set the intention of like, I need to do X, Y, Z with mushrooms because I, with those, with those plants, I feel like they have their own agenda, energy, agenda. And yeah. And it's like, it's more of with them. It's more about being open of like, I am here to receive whatever lesson you are going to teach me whatever lesson I need to learn. Exactly. The third one, do you want to become a clear channel for messages from spirit to come through? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I don't, I don't uh, necessarily do anything except just be thankful and grateful for Mm -hmm. it, for, for showing me whatever it's going to show me. And then, and that's it. But, but as far as daily use, it would be, um, it would be rapé. And what I like about it is that it's, you don't, it doesn't, you don't get high, like, uh, so you can just take time, maybe 30 minutes out of your day to like work with it and then go on about your day without having to worry about being impaired in any Girl, other way. no, that rap, hey, fucked me up. It like burnt my nostrils and that was the whole weekend. Where <laughs> that rap between rap, hey, and cacao. <laughs> I'm like, I'm never doing any of that again. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, but rap, hey, uh, it does light you up in this really cool mm-hmm. way. It's just like, whoa, like I felt connected yeah. with everything like immediately all at yeah. once but it, you have to get used especially to if it. you're outside yeah especially if you're outside if you do it when you're sitting outside as when you're done you just smell all the plants oh, all the plants, like all the green it's just like in your in your head it's are cool. you going to administer yeah. repay at um at the retreat yes yeah. okay yeah i'll have it and then i'll also have it available um if anyone's having a hard time with mushrooms okay all right good yeah yeah um i love i love mushrooms or that's one of my favorites um so but yeah i'm excited um so whatever it may be respecting and knowing um what you need from your plant medicine that's essential and when you do any sort of channeling or mediumship work um now here's the other thing working with it can take time and it's not something that everyone should work with because yeah um some plants some plants ally, they were some plant allies work better with different people. Um, you yes. know, and cannabis is no different. You know, maybe it just means if it doesn't work for you or you don't like it or whatever, like with myself and cacao, it just means that there are better mm-hmm. alternatives for your practice or that you work better maybe with a clear mind, right? Maybe you are. Yeah. Um, so, um, so I just know, I just, I really wanted to throw this in here because connecting with spirit and channeling and mediumship and all that stuff is really, 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 um, it's, it's such a wonderful experience when you're using plant meds, but it's not for everybody. And I don't want it to be demonized. 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, we're not trying to say that it's required in any way, shape, or form. It's definitely something that's very personal. And if it works for you, if you're called to yes. do it, if you're called to work with it, like do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but we're not here to like give blanket statements mm-hmm. and say everyone should try it. Yeah. No, no, because there there are people that just don't react well with with certain with certain plants. Um, so yeah, maybe it's just some uh, lavender and chamomile tea, yeah. just a, a little bit of heart opening and and peace in your life, and that's all you need. Yep. And you know that that's. I mean, if you have a problem with lavender, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, there's lots, there's lots of plant allies that don't have any, uh, psychoactive Mm -hmm. effects and stuff that you can, that you can work with. You know, another way that you can use it too, um, and this falls under the same disclaimer of, you know, find out if it's right for you, how well you react to it is when doing shadow work. So, um, I, all of my shadow work, every single instance of shadow work is done, um, under the, um, guidance of cannabis for me, every Mm, single one. mm -hmm. And every single time I walk, I come away from it knowing full well that I have just accessed and tapped into and potentially started the healing process for another layer of shadow. Um, yeah, especially any self-acceptance work and any transformation work, those two things, self-acceptance and then, you know, transformation they're, they're legit. Um, and I'm going to actually talk a little bit more about that at the retreat, um, shadow work. Um, you know, and sort of incorporating that, not shadow work specifically, but, um, self-acceptance mm-hmm. work and then transformational work. So, um, yes, that was one of the other it's things. Huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's good. So anyway, so like I said, this was a super, super intro into, um, mediumship and channeling. Now you have a really good idea of sort of what the mechanics of it are like. Um, mm-hmm. I, um, you know, maybe I'll do another one later at some point or a Zoom class or something. But uh, right now I just touched on it. Yeah. And so hopefully that gave everybody enough information to get started or move forward in another way. Yeah. Um, you know what I would like to do if when we do the next West Coast retreat? I would like to do an activation. Yeah. Yeah. Like a mediumship activation ceremony and there is i have a um i have two activations in my library and that i've gone through at various points in my intuitive development career one Uh is called um, a 12th dimensional activation and the other Uh one is um, activating the merkaba um and those two work together oh i'm sorry there's also a soul star one so those three Uh are some very powerful ones so yeah we can we'll look at those um that would be a good one yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, that's what I'm feeling for the West Coast is that retreat when when we start to we do that. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, you you actually do. You should be actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, you should be activated. So um, yeah, we can even do that over Zoom. So let's let's do one. Mm-hmm. Um, see how you feel, and we'll talk about it. We can talk about it here with everybody and see how that current turns out. Yep. But I know that yeah. 12D actually amped up when I did 12D. It amped everything up for me. And then I did mm-hmm. the Merkaba and I was like, whoa. And then once I did the Merkaba, I worked with that energy for a couple months. And then I learned the Akashic Records. And from there, it was like, pff, mm. you know, balls yep. to the wall. That's so. Awesome. All right. Well, friends, that means it's time to say goodbye. 
You can find us on all the socials under Esoterics Podcasts and catch us on Facebook, hanging out in the Esoterics Podcast community. And you can find that in Facebook groups. This is a safe place to ask questions on all things spiritual and everyday happenings, as well as start a conversation, post a fun meme, and engaging your spiritual spiritual practices. Um, you'll also find support and information for developing your own spiritual and intuitive abilities, as well as your daily practices. Um, you can always look on my um, the page on my website called Tools for the Modern Mystic, and then I always cross-post those in the esoterics community on Facebook. Yeah. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Stay mystical, magical, and don't let anyone tell you what's a word. <laughs> Bye. Thank you.